0: welcome to HR on the Grapevine, the HR Grapevine podcast that takes an in-depth look at one of our most fascinating, important or divisive HR stories from over the last week. I'm Sophie Parrott, online editor at HR Grapevine, and each week I'll be joined by a different HR journalist as we explore the contemporary practice and most pressing debates in HR within a 10-minute podcast. So, join me as we probably pick apart what it means to work in the people function. Today, I'm joined by Jade Burke, online editor at Recruitment Grapevine, who heads up all of our recruitment and resourcing content. But that's not her only talent, she has a nose for great HR scoop and recently secured an outstanding exclusive interview with Metro Bank's Chief People Officer, as well as a really, really well executed feature on personal beliefs and whether or not they should be impacting employees' jobs. So, Jade, it's a pleasure to welcome you back to HR on the Grapevine once again. Oh, thanks guys, good
1: to be here again.
0: So today, listeners, we've got a story for you, which is about HR's role in recruitment. The article that we've chosen to unpick the HR issues behind is one that we titled HR Slam for Shunning Candidates Over Poor Rec Scores. So essentially, the story revolves around a Twitter user who was writing under the name of um, The Wrong Knoll, who shared that a friend of his had been trying to hire a new employee and discovered that qualified candidates who lived close by geographically were actually excluded from the recruitment process because they didn't score well on an automated personality test despite the fact that their level of experience and education might well have qualified them for the role mm-hmm. so the HR team adopted software like screening software that fired um, across quick questions for candidates yeah. some of which people may argue would have been irrelevant questions to the nature of the role um, and then the results of the um, kind of question or the survey would determine the candidate's suitability to the job so what was particularly interesting about this story was that the hiring manager um, who had actually been working with the firm for about 10 years decided that she wanted to take the test for herself to see what the outcome would be and to see whether she would actually qualify mm-hmm. um, as an appropriate candidate Right. Um, and after she did the survey Um, to see what the prospective candidates, the experience Mm. that they would get with this. She said that she actually only scored one star, according to the source on Twitter, um, which, after conversations in the office, we would assume would be the lowest ranking of the score. Um, So the story seemed to turn a lot of HR heads, and it also attracted a wealth of comments from other Twitter users, who'd all said that they'd been booted out of recruitment processes due to some form of computerised test. Um, But interestingly for us, it's highlighted some core HR issues around the way that we recruit in the modern Mm. employment landscape, and whether or not employers are actually too focused on streamlining and automating um, recruitment processes. So in this instance, I think the burning question really revolves around whether or not HR has become too reliant on automated recruitment techniques, and Jade, given that you head up the recruitment content, Mm. um, what are your thoughts? Is HR too reliant?
1: Yeah. I think certainly in some cases it could be considered too reliant on software um, when it comes to their recruitment processes for example and I think this Twitter thread actually is a prime example of that. You know this user shared details that a friend of theirs was hiring a new employee and then went on to witness how screening tests can actually hinder the process. You know for example as you mentioned she found out someone was more than qualified and was actually perfect for the role yeah. but didn't make it to the interview round because they just didn't pass this this screening software that was hmm. deployed by the company it seems like a real shame and a waste of that talent Absolutely, because yeah. clearly they were more than qualified and sadly they didn't get through um, I know in the thread that the user shared that the test supposedly shows with a high degree of scientific accuracy whether an applicant is suitable so then it goes on to give scores for self-confidence a caring nature and their respect for authority that being the case it obviously clearly ignored those applicants who were qualified for the job and you know like I said it's, it's a shame it's a detriment to the, the employer there because mm. yeah they're going to miss out on all this top talent absolutely and um, I know obviously despite this it does seem that recruitment software is popular among employers still because I delved into some research before our podcast session today I found that um, research by Jobscan in 2018 discovered that 98% of Fortune 500 companies use a piece of recruitment software to fuel their hiring decisions yeah meanwhile Captera's 2015 research claimed that 94 percent of hiring managers and recruiters say that using recruitment software has actually impacted their hiring process in a positive way
0: mm-hmm.
1: so clearly it does work but with these statistics in mind obviously hr professionals are, are happy with the results that they're getting from this software mm-hmm. but surely it means that they have indeed become too reliant and they do actually run the risk of forgetting the power a human element can bring to the process because you do need that within an interview you, you know you're face to face with another person yeah. you, you need that human touch and this is just this is actually something um a recruiter who i spoke to today agreed with her name's mandy watson she's the managing director of ambitious personnel she yeah. uh, she told me there are many benefits to utilizing software technology when it replaces back office and admin burden however it can be a mistake to rely on it too much and use it to replace human touch points actually meeting clients and candidates face-to-face is how we find the most success.
0: Yeah, and I think that's actually a really, really interesting point to touch on. Mm. Um, She's saying that, you know, software can really alleviate the admin burden... But it shouldn't necessarily replace some of those really right. crucial kind of h- human interaction yeah. parts of that any any kind of um, you know employment process. Yeah, so just to summarise, really, while the stats may have pointed towards HR taking heed of automated recruitment tools, mm. it doesn't either um, deny or confirm whether or not HR as a function is too reliant um, actually just one example we were chatting about earlier um, so Unilever is an example of a firm that has already started to embrace AI in order to kind of transform its recruitment mm. process um, but I think automated recruitment does come with a caveat while it can be used to help influence a hiring decision employees should also be careful to and conscious to consider other factors right. and therefore within the interview experience they there should be um, a multi-dimensional um, recruitment process, right. one that maybe starts off with a phone interview, then goes forward to a face to face interview, and yeah, has lots yeah. of different techniques to really scout out and gauge a candidate's yeah. suitability. Um, and I think this brings us on to the next point about what employers will actually be missing out on if they are become too reliant on rec tech. Right. Um, so I think a key point in this story is that, like Jade said, um, and Mandy pointed out, like with anything, technology can really, really enhance and add value to Absolutely, mundane yeah. processes. And um, but it, it, you know, it should be used in conjunction with other recruitment tactics to ensure that no skills or mm. um, you know personal qualities get overlooked. Yeah. So these tests may be useful in assessing the qualitative scores of a person's suitability, and that data can then be used to cross-reference and match with other candidates. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if you ask most, most HR practitioners, um, I'm sure they'll quickly tell you that this tech may be useful, but a human touch point mm. is absolutely crucial, because after all, a, a robot can't gauge whether or not a candidate's personality aligns with the corporate culture. Yeah, exactly. Given that there is such a focus on um, corporate culture at the moment in the HR yeah, space. definitely. Um, and they also can't assess the person's soft skill sets. So, for example, communication. A robot's determination of, you know, good communication yeah. is probably very, very different from what a human would determine good communication as. Um, so, therefore, having, you know, like a face-to-face interaction and being able to build up a rapport mm-hmm. with a candidate will probably give you a much better informed um, hiring decision. And it seems that HR aren't alone in identifying the value of human interaction within the recruitment process. Um, some research I found um, by executive search firm Carmichael Fisher, right. um, so they produced it in association with West East Institute, and they found that 86% of job seekers were actually in favour of a human mm. interviewer rather than a robot recruiter. Um, and that they wouldn't me. want their hiring decision to be solely underpinned by their CV. Right. So ergo, they want their interview time so that they can impress the recruiter, yeah. show them any skill sets um, you know, in a practical form, but also elaborate on some of the things they might not have been able to delve into within the CV. Yeah. And I think this is actually leads on quite nicely to your point about You know, the human element Mm. of the recruitment process.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think relying on pieces of software, you know, that includes things such as personality or even psychometric tests, hiring managers can miss out on things such as the candidate's soft skills. There's no denying that these these tests and things like applicant tracking systems are an efficient way to find out someone's hard skills. So for example, their ability to use things like Microsoft Word. Yeah. But they don't always discover someone's soft skills. And you know, that could be how they communicate with someone, you know, their manager, or how they even manage stressful situations in the workplace. Mm-hmm. And I think that's meant core, you know, what all HR manan- oh, sorry, HR hiring managers would want yeah. to find out. Earlier this year, LinkedIn published its twenty nineteen Global Talent Trends Report. And in that survey of over 5,000 people, nine in ten considered soft skills as equally important as hard skills when Mm -hmm. hiring. So this just suggests how crucial those soft skills are within that recruitment process and why perhaps software should not be that sole tool used to discover and hire that talent.
0: Yeah.
1: And Mandy, who I mentioned earlier, agreed with that and she told me, used as a supporting tool, software is perfect but should not be entirely relied upon as a fix-all solution. from that i think the key takeaway for this section of the podcast is that RecTech can be valuable if used to aid the recruitment process but you know it shouldn't be used as a direct substitution
0: yeah absolutely and i think just the final dimension to this story mm. is um exploring the other avenues that hr can take when assessing candidates yes to really make sure that they are making the best informed decision possible when they new oh. hire so jade you know given that you head up the recruitment site did you mm-hmm. want to give us some examples of maybe some slightly bizarre and obscure recruitment mm-hmm. tactics that some yeah. employers and recruiters are actually deploying? Yeah and, and you know there are there are a lot out there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um You know as, a, as editor of Recruitment Great one, I've come across a number of different ways hiring managers have tested job hopefuls. One such is throwing in a few curveball interview questions into yeah. the mix so a great one is tell me about your best and worst days at work or if we spoke to your line manager,
0: how would they describe you? Mm, I guess they're things that candidates can't prepare for. Yeah, so yeah. they're almost put on the spot and then yeah. the recruiter can really, really, really see yeah, what think so. they're I, actually like as a person.
1: Absolutely, yeah. I think that's so true. You know, It allows them to unveil different things about them and how they think independently, I would say. And then um, one I think most of our listeners may be aware of was um, a story from earlier this year called The Coffee Cup Test. Um, oh, yeah. So this was where yeah. an employer... When, when he meets his uh the interviewee takes him to the kitchen offers him a drink go to the interview and then when upon you know once the interview's finished he wants to basically see whether that interviewee offers to wash up their cup he you know it's a bit unusual but to him the, he, this really showcases someone's attitude their character yeah. and how they're going to fit in with that office environment um i think that's a really interesting one to be honest you know shows you know just a different element to that
0: yeah absolutely so i think just to wrap up quickly you know we've really tried to unpick some of the core hr issues behind this story and it seems to be that the overall consensus is that um you know recruitment software is absolutely fine to use to aid the recruitment process but it shouldn't be used as a direct substitution because when you're hiring people in some ways you do need people to carry out that role as well but unfortunately that's all we've got time for today Um, HR Grapevine wouldn't exist without your continued readership and engagement with our content, whether that's through our daily newsletters, monthly magazines, webinars, live events, Mark and Eden research papers, and now even our brand new podcast series. So to find out more or to sign up to our daily content newsletter, which also showcases solutions and answers to best HR practice, then please visit www.hrgrapevine.com.